What's poppin'? It's Michael. It's Sebastian, and welcome to Get In. Today's Wednesday, so we're doing Get In Entertainment, and in case you don't know, we do Get In Sports every Saturday. Uh, but today is entertainment, and today we're going a little bit out of our comfort zone. And instead of talking Star Wars, or talking Marvel, or talking Disney, we're gonna be talking anime. We're gonna be talking Spirited Away, which is considered by many the best animated movie of all time. It even got nominated at the Oscars and it was the first anim- anime movie to be nominated. A lot of people say that you should not call Spirit Away anime because to apply some anime rules doesn't really... Mm. It's anime, but because it's animation coming from Japan, yeah. that's the best way here in America we can categorize it. Yeah. But anyway, it's a beloved movie all around. I love that movie. I, th- I think I was like... Sup- I was super young when I watched it. And I, yeah, we just, we're going to mix it up today. Mm-hmm. But before we do all that, we're going to get into the movie news of the week, which is not that much. But either way, there are news. Rangers of the Old Republic, Rangers of the New Republic, okay. that Disney, the Disney Plus series, mm-hmm. is no longer in active development. In case you don't remember, Gina Carano, she basically got fired from Lucasfilm. Mm-hmm. And she was gonna star in the TV show, even though that didn't actually officially get revealed. But yeah. everybody like speculated about it, and obviously she got fired. And they haven't announced that the show is canceled. It's just nobody's like they're not searching for a director, a producer. They're not writers. doing anything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's probably gonna be canceled unless they can somehow find a twist. Sure. To it. I mean, they already have so many other projects to do. Yeah. That I mean, it's not like like. Personally, I wasn't like, oh, that's the one I'm looking forward to, you know? Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think it had potential because it yeah. can show people a lot of how the rebellion transferred into the New Republic. Yeah, that was what I was most looking forward to, yeah. like how that, the uh, yeah, like whether we would see certain characters like Leia or Han or Chewie yeah. or... Orlando, yeah. maybe. Yeah. So. So, so maybe we'll, I think it has to be Gina Carano's disappearance has to be addressed first on Mandalorian Season 3, mm-hmm. and then maybe if they find a new character to go yeah. through this. So I'm sure they could easily introduce new characters. Yeah, so, so I think it has to be addressed in Mandalorian 3 mm-hmm. first, and then they'll figure out what to do with this show. But yeah, as of right now, don't expect it at any time in the future. Um, Samuel E. Wright, the actor who voiced S- Sebastian in The Little Mermaid, has passed away. Hmm. Um, maybe if someone... I mean... The man's iconic. Yeah, yeah, Everybody at some point in their life has saying under the sea. Under the sea, yes. And thanks to this man, people always compare me to a freaking crab. So, so there you go. Um, that's the reason we, I'm giving this news today because I know <laughs> we normally don't give R.I.P. news. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, he he had an impact in my life. Oh, for sure. Um, the Eternals trailer dropped. Yes. With a beautiful poster, too. Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sick and tired of those posters that just have a bunch of faces just, just to it. mash all the stuff and it's like okay I get it you want to show all the characters but yeah. I'm so tired of those posters be creative sure and that was just like simple like the shadows of the characters at the bottom yeah but the trailer dropped and what were your thoughts on it um I don't know Eternals like any characters or anything about it um so I'm excited about that going in you know without any knowledge um I think it's it looks like a, a different take that Marvel um 
Like, it doesn't look like a Marvel movie, is what I'm trying to say. It looks... I don't want to say dark, but it looks more mature-toned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it looks like Guardian of the Galaxy, but instead of more comedy, mm-hmm. it's more heart. Like, more character-driven stories. Yeah. And visually, it looks stunning. All the actors look awesome in it. Uh, Numal... Uh, uh, wow, I just forgot his last name. Uh, thank you, Michael. Just put it. Kumal Nanjiani looks amazing in it. Mm-hmm. Angelina Jolie, Salma Hayek. Yeah. I mean, it. it I mean, Salma Hayek when narrating the trailer was like so inspirational. Yeah. She's like, we've been there watching without interfering, mm-hmm. but not anymore. And it just has this vibe of again, Guardians of the Galaxy that many people didn't know about the characters and everybody ended up loving them. Yeah. And I think that's what the Eternals is gonna be. For sure. And I, like, for me, being a fan of the Game of Thrones show, seeing uh, Richard Madden and Kit Harington. Yeah. It's pretty cool to see them together. Yeah. Because in the Game of Thrones, they play, uh, Richard plays the eldest Stark, and then uh, Kit plays Jon Snow. Yeah. So, it's pretty cool to see them, uh... Back together again. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I'm pretty sure, yeah, it says Kit Harrington's playing Black Knight. Yes. So. He's he's a knight. He's like an yeah. actual knight. Okay. Do you know, okay. Actually, I guess I'm kind of reading the synopsis right here. I was just about to ask you, like, what is the Eternals? Like, what do you know about them? I don't know anything. Yeah. I I read comics, uh, but I have no idea what the Eternals are. Okay. I know about the Black Knight, because he is basically so London has their team called Excalibur which is basically like the mm-hmm. Avengers but yeah. in London so they have like Captain Britain and yeah, yeah, yeah. Black Knight is one of those guys uh, okay. so Black Knight the character that Kate Harrington is playing mm-hmm. he's not an Eternal oh he's not okay. he's a human being that later becomes the Black Knight I don't or, think he's gonna be the Black Knight in, in this one? movie or he's gonna become it sure but that'd be cool yeah. Yeah. He's, not, he's not an Eternal. What it says right here, it says, The Eternal's a race of immortal beings with superhuman powers who have secretly lived on Earth for thousands of years. Reunite to battle the evil deviants. So. We'll see. Yeah? Let's see. I mean, so it seems like they've been watching. Yeah. It's it's interesting because what happened with Thanos, you know? Yeah. Like, because they're gods, basically. Yeah. That seemed like a pretty big threat that seemed like a good time to interfere yeah <laughs> what, what's going on now <laughs> yeah or like even after Thanos the snap it's yeah. like I want to see the Eternals be like yeah. hey man cheer up you know sure well they're it says they're immortal yeah but with the snap obviously I'm guessing half of them must have disappeared so maybe that's a good question yeah I always think about that with all these other like characters coming I'm like I wonder if they were you know snapped away they did try to give the Russo brothers they try to give a list Mm-hmm. Like I was like six months after of yeah. all the characters. Like they even they even named Betty Ross, who yeah. basically is non-existent anymore. But they did give a huge list gotcha. of random characters. So I'm like, when we haven't got many shows with like a bunch of new characters, the yeah. only one I'm thinking about is uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, uh, John Walker. Well, was he snapped? Yeah, or? I was like, wonder if he if he was snapped or not. But yeah, it would be nice to know if they just drop it in. Like, I was gone for five years, too, or something, yeah, you know? Yeah. It's kind of nice to uh, have that. Mm-hmm. I guess they'll try to forget it as time goes on. 
but you know, yeah. we'll always live within us. <laughs> it's a big part of it's a big the, part of the universe now. <laughs> like it, it's huge. It's happening. Like yeah. I know, I know, movie wise, you have to move in from it, but dude, half of all life yeah. disappear for five years. Yeah. You know, somebody's gotta be talking about it. People are talking. Um, and lastly, again, this week didn't have that many news. If you're a fan of the Portal video game, J.J. Mm-hmm. Um, Abrams is working on a movie. Uh, he's writing the script. It's still in progress. Uh, he's writing it with Warner Brothers. So if you're a fan of Portal game, I am. I'm a fan of the first one for sure because mm. that's the one that I owned. Okay. You played the second one though, obviously, because I feel like the second one was the more popular one. I played the second one a little bit. I never owned it, yeah. so I just had to go to people's houses. Sure. That was the same here. I, pl- I would play a bit. Yeah. I would my... I think, yeah, Alex had it, so... It's just that co-op with the two funny robots. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was fun. Just the puzzle solving was... But yeah. I don't know any of the story or anything behind those games, I guess. It's just uh, GLaDOS, GLaDOS. I remember the name of the robot. Yeah. The evil lady robot. I, I do know that she's considered one of the best video game villains. Yeah. So... She was very sassy. So... God, I love the sassy. My, my hope is because the movie's being made, mm-hmm. that maybe they'll make Portal 3 become a thing. That'd be, yeah. So, because yeah, I, de- I think it'd be cool to get a uh, a new portal game on like next gen. Oh yeah, it would for sure be awesome. But that that's that's it for the movie news of the week. All the movie news. Done. Now we're gonna talk about Spirit Away, or as I know it, um, Chihiro's Journey, because that's the actual Japanese title, uh-huh. and that's. When it was translated to Spanish, because my first time watching it mm-hmm. um, was in Spanish. Um, this was your first time watching it, correct? So, I guess I, I've i seen parts of this movie. Okay. I know the scene where on the, the train at the end. Right. I have a clear image in my mind. I'm like, oh, I, I haven't seen, seen that at some point. Yes. But the movie as a whole, I have not... This was my first time. Okay. So... Um, did you watch it in English or in Japanese? I watched it in English. Hmm. That's Am I supposed to watch it in Japanese? You weren't supposed to. I wanted to tell you, dude, you gotta watch it in Japanese. But I don't know It was Japanese. a test. It was a test. You failed. <laughs> but I don't know Japanese. Why would that... So, you can you have to watch it with English subtitles so, and just read? Yeah, that's how I did it. I just... So here's, here's my thing. When it comes to movies, foreign movies... It doesn't matter if they're French, Italian, Spanish, English. doesn't matter any type of movie. You should always watch it in its original language. Why? Imagine watching Captain America. Okay. Imagine somebody dubbing Chris Evans. Mm-hmm. Still English, but yeah. somebody dubbing Chris Evans. Is that? Do you think it would carry the same emotion that Chris Evans himself would put? Probably not, but still, I'm not, like... It takes away from me if I don't know the language. You know what I mean? I guess that's for me personally. I don't want to listen to a language that I don't know and read and have to, like, add that to that. Mm. I don't know. Maybe if I wa- if I ever watch it again, I could do that. All right, I can see it. There's, I've met people that... Because this way, I need, I need to know what the story is about, I guess. Yeah, I've... I've, I've, I've... I know people that first watch it in their language, mm-hmm. and then they rewatch it in Japanese. Sure. Or any movie they rewatch in in the original yeah. language. I guess. I guess maybe live action. It'd probably be different. I guess. 
then I, I'd be more inclined to watch, you know. But for animated, I guess, I don't know, I don't really notice the... The mild women, right. Yeah. So. Yeah. I just... They're usually pretty good at, like... Yeah, but it's just, again, it's just the emotion that people put into it. The it's, original voice actors? Yeah. I guess, yeah. And, like, the way they people say stuff carries different meanings. Okay. Does... Do, <laughs> It's That's, just hard to, un- like... Yeah. yeah, no, I, like, I guess I, I'm used to it, because growing up... You watched it in the... I would always watch movies in English. Sure. Mm-hmm. And, but the theaters that I used to go to, there wasn't just, just English. Yeah. They always had subtitles. Mm-hmm. So, I kind of got used to being able to yeah. watch a movie. I've never done, I've never really done that. Yeah, so I, I guess I'm used to being able to either ignore the subtitles, or having... One eye looking up and the other eye looking down. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And being able to multitask. So, for, I guess I'm more used to it. Sure. Yeah. I'm just thinking of, like, I guess, I guess I'm, well, I'm thinking of is X-Men First Class when every anytime uh, Eric is speaking in German. Right. Like, all those movies have the subtitles in it. Yeah. Like, I get that. Like, I can do that. But, like, I guess for a whole movie it would be, like... If it was Michael Fassbender, then I'd be fine with it. But <laughs> <laughs> if it was Michael Fassbender in any movie speaking yeah, full yeah. German for the entire yeah, movie, what well, you're saying? But if someone dubbed that English over, then that would be weird. Yeah. So I don't know. Just because this was my first time watching, I didn't. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm glad because we're gonna like dive it really deep into it. Mm-hmm. So whether I understand it, <laughs> yeah. Then me saying, dude, remember emotion? when this happened, and you're like, what ha- that happened? I'm that, like, that's crazy. I'd be like, I know the emotion that was carried through. Yeah. I don't know what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you feel weird watching a full, again, some people say it's not anime, but do you feel weird watching your first full anime movie? Um, yeah, I guess so, because I'm not big into anime or anything, so it was um, a new experience for me, but... I just took it as like, oh, I'm just watching an animated movie. Right. Okay. So, because I know a lot of people just think, just hear the word anime, mm-hmm. and some people cringe, even though they might never seen it or yeah. stuff like that. So maybe they're afraid to go into it. So I guess I come from a place of experience watching anime, but you, you're a newbie, so yeah, you're like, if there's somebody here that maybe has been wanting to try anime, you're you're what they can relate with <laughs> yeah for sure but I I mean you said it was fine um so one of the main things I love about this movie is the sound mm-hmm. both the score and the sound mixing of just anything like water sl- sliding doors yeah steps mm-hmm. so the beauty of Miyazaki films that that's the director of the film and just most anime stories like that, Studio Ghibli stuff, mm-hmm. is that they are able to make movies without having a constant soundtrack in the back all the time. So being able to be quiet and all you hear is like the freaking steps of the person walking out to like the terrace and look at the moon, it just carries more meaning. Mm-hmm. Because these movies, like Pixar, you know, they'll create a person. You see the person, and P- 
picture puts all this effort into making like every single strand of hair and they have like 20,000 strands of hair yeah. trying to make the skin realistic mm-hmm. and obviously this movie's not that they don't yeah. they just color the hair like a kid would that's cool yeah but you're saying like they take that like time and effort into their sounds and stuff that like Pixar does with like it's texture yeah and it just makes instead of the movie being carried because of animation mm-hmm. be, it gets carried by character and what the character does mm-hmm. and not music like it doesn't need that music in the background to enhance a character's emotion mm-hmm. and yeah I guess yeah, I'm thinking about it I'm like, I guess there wasn't really any yeah so yeah the only I, I didn't notice it yeah which is a credit to the movie so the only times music is really played is it's not really when a character's crying. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, sometimes he does have it, but like more to enhance that mystery that a place has. Sure, I th- I'm thinking of the when they're on the train. Like there's no talk yeah. or anything. It's just showing the I guess the spirit world as they're going through the train, just kind of showing the countryside I guess yeah and it's beautiful the piano it's just piano the entire movie soundtrack is just piano notes mm-hmm. and it looks beautiful and I didn't mention a train scene I'm gonna skip ahead on many meanings but <laughs> I love that scene so much first yeah. of all it looks beautiful mm-hmm. but at the beginning of the movie we see or hero Chihiro yeah and she can't even walk without holding on to her mom. Mm. She's like, Mom, help, ah, Mom, please, Mom, yeah. Dad, please, Mom, Mom, Mom. No, she can't do anything mm-hmm. by herself at all. And then at that moment in the train when they get in, mm-hmm. and she tells this other spirit, like, sit here, yeah. behave. And then she looks forward, waiting for her train stop. Yeah. That's the moment where, like, it hits you how much she's grown as a character. Yeah. She's literally on a train in a random world by herself on her own quest yeah and it's not the little girl that she was anymore the whiny uh, needy girl yeah so yeah no yeah, yeah. I'm thinking about that too it's just so, it's so very deep and all it takes is just her sitting on a train yeah and beautiful piano music is playing on the background yeah yeah cause they do they do uh kind of hint at like like the foreshadowing of the train at the beginning because mm-hmm. when they go in she's like oh this is a train station yeah and she's like I hear a train and like she kind of sees it from time to time but it's always like out of reach yeah yeah and then the other characters are like one day I'll be able to get on that train You're yeah. like, where does this train go <laughs> yeah and then she got in it yeah you know what's the beautiful thing about that train scene also when she gets in you see all these spirits are kind of like darkened out yeah you can't they don't have a face and I think that's literally how all of us as like normal human beings are actually when we go into trains mm-hmm. you know we like get on the train and then we sit down and then we kind of put our heads down without mm-hmm. we know there's people around us but we literally ignore them mm-hmm. and I think that's sort of what that represented yeah. just like yeah there's people but we don't care and I think just that those by. dark spirits with no face and taking their backs out and all that I think that's that, that represented that and I thought that was pretty just people passing yeah and I didn't really always no- pass you through your life I didn't notice that until this time that I watched it gotcha, and yeah, I was yeah. like oh wow that yeah that, that's deep mm. there's that's some deep stuff for sure this this 
This movie had an amazing world building. Yeah, it 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 built the world in a great way that like you're still like wondering about how vast this world is. We only we only saw this bathhouse, I guess. Yeah. For spirits. Yeah. And then obviously the train, but then it's like there's a train. There's all these other stops, and it's just yeah. Like, it's like she literally traveled to another town. What's in yeah, that other town? Yeah, yeah, for sure. It, I, I was just the amusement, like when they got into the amusement park at the beginning. Yeah, I guess you know, like them, them walking through that hallway. I guess was them transporting into the spirit world. I'm guessing. Yeah. So. It, and it took like five minutes for into the movie for us to be put in this random place that we don't know too. Yeah. And that scene of them traveling through the tunnel that mm-hmm. also has a mirrored scene at the end yeah. when they're walking back to the car. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. like, oh, this is how it began. Yeah. And you're kind of scared thinking, oh my God, are they just really going to go back to the freaking spirit <laughs> world? Yeah, I guess my... I guess we're kind of jumping towards the end again, but... It, it was like a mirror of the beginning where it was like the first time they were going through she was looking back at the car the whole time like kind of hesitant and then this time when she was going back with her parents through uh, Haku told her don't look back yeah like never look focus, back yeah. focus on what's ahead of you instead of um, dwelling on like being hesitant or wishing you could go back yeah which also again just Chihiro's journey she starts by her leaving her town leaving her friends she's literally reading a card of saying goodbye Mm -hmm. so she was obviously looking back and now she's just moving forward Mm -hmm. even though she made all these new friends she's like it's time to let go yeah it's very like subtle things that honestly the first time you watch it you might not even notice all that this girl went through and Mm -hmm. all that it means yeah, I mean, I mean, the whole movie's about, you know, childhood. Yeah. And just, um, the fears of, I don't know, growing up or moving on to another situation, I guess. Yeah. Like, I never had that, I guess. You, I, you obviously would have more. I, I, I've had it a couple <laughs> times, yeah, where I had to, uh, fend for myself and, move uh, so. move around and just don't have my mom and dad looking after me. Um, yeah, I had to fend, and you know it's it's a lot about taking responsibility mm-hmm. and realizing that you suck at many things, <laughs> but you still keep trying until you kind of get it right. Which yeah. is what she, which is what Chihiro did. Yeah, she was not the best worker, and they're all like, well, "How are you? Have you worked a day in your life?" <laughs> yeah, she literally is like her first task was like cleaning the floors with yeah. a towel. Yeah. She trips. Yeah, she was. She can't even do that. Yeah. And I feel like somebody at any point has gone through this. Oh, for sure. Like, people that go to college for the first time that never have done laundry in their life, (laughs) and they mess it up, guaranteed that has happened many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, this this poor chick has... Her growth is so beautiful, and it's so subtle. Mm -hmm. That, like I said, it happens throughout the movie, and until that train scene that really... The movie sort of stops for a second and lets you like sink in everything that has happened mm-hmm. it's so beautiful the pacing on this movie is amazing mm-hmm. it's two hours but did it feel like two hours I honestly didn't like, yeah I was watching it and I started it 
I I originally thought I was going to make an hour 30. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'll start at this time so then I can kind of get back, go to bed at my normal time. Yeah. But then it was like two hours and I was like, we'll see how far I get. But I, well, I was just going through, I was, it held my attention. I wasn't tired. I was just like, I can get through this. So the pacing's just amazing. There's never, it's never really in a rush. There's never, there's not a moment that you're like, oh my God, this feels super yeah. slow. It's like a train. It's like a train. Just chugging on. Dang. Yeah. You know, I have to make a few stops, you know, there. for you to settle in and look around and be, where am I? And yeah, then, then trying to get the next stop. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think what I like about the world is that, first of all, it just dropped us in super fast. Mm-hmm. But right off the bat, which I think this goes to any movie that tries to create a world, mm-hmm. you need rules. Yeah, to people for people to care about the world and understand it and want to know more about it. For like, for example, Roger Rabbit, who yeah. framed Roger Rabbit. Mm-hmm. Cartoons live among people. Yes, but he has rules. Pretty, yeah, yeah, it has rules. He has Toontown. He has this. Has all these other companies. It shows how tunes can die. Yeah, you know, it has a set of rules for tunes to live among humans. Mm-hmm. Star Wars has rules. Yeah, <laughs> it has the force. Yes, every all, all the world building that we have ever seen in any movie mm-hmm. has rules, and that's why we love them. And movies that just create a world and mm-hmm. don't set their rules, you hate. Yeah, for what are the rules? What are the rules? For I think the most close example that I've seen that I hate mm-hmm. is the new Tom and Jerry movie. Okay, the one that on HBO on HBO Max because mm-hmm. they literally in that movie they have. All animals mm-hmm. are cartoon animals. Okay. But they never explain why. Sure. They, and... They're just there. You can't... Yeah. Then, then, then there's no real... Like, you're saying there's no real animals either? No. I don't, I don't remember any. Okay. It was a terrible movie, but... <laughs> oh, for sure. But, yeah, it's just like, there's animated birds, but they never explain why. They never, it's like a thing, you know? Yeah. Just, ah, it, it is. No, you have to explain things for people to care about them. Sure. So, this movie, as soon as he drops his Chihiro, you know, it's nighttime, lights go up, spirits go up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see Haku, we meet Haku. He's like, you can't be here, something's coming down, everything's about to pop off. Mm-hmm. And even though they're giving you this information fast, they're teaching you about this world. Yeah. She starts disappearing, and Haku's like, here, you gotta eat, mm-hmm. or else you're gonna disappear. Yeah. And then they keep, uh, later on, he even says... Everybody's like, oh, she smells like a human. And Haku's like, the more she eats, the more she'll get used to our world, the less she will stink. Yeah. So we get to see all these rules still building up. Yeah. And ever since then, every night, same thing happens. Lights turn on, spirits come in, mm-hmm. kind of stuff like that. So rules were yeah. set since the beginning, and it was absolutely yeah. beautiful. For sure. It's all. It's all like it's just a bunch of random rules, but they're telling you what they are. Mm-hmm. So... Like, it happens so fast. Like, even Chihiro's like, what the... What's happening? Mm-hmm. Right? But later on, she also starts to understand. Just like we as the audience start to understand. Yeah. It's like the bathhouse. Um, uh, Yubaba? <laughs> yeah. Now I'm going to mix up the names. Yubaba. Yubaba. They're like, she's the head of this place. You need to ask her for a job. Mm-hmm. Um, start with Kimanji. Kimanji works in the boiler room asking for a job. You know, like, they even tell you this, I guess, the... Hierarchy? The hierarchy of this place, too. Yeah. 
and that's how you start like every time Chihiro meets like Jibaba you're like oh my god this is this is the tip of the top this is the top dog right yeah here. and then when she meets she's a witch yeah when she meets Lin she's like on my level she's a friend you know mm-hmm. she's on my level she's the girl being girl <laughs> trying to make her way through this bathhouse mm-hmm. and all the rules apply yeah cause no we know the rules we don't have to ask what are the rules what are the rules uh, but talking about all these characters, what what was your favorite character on this movie? Um, I guess we'll get into because No Face is the most interesting character to me. Like, so interesting that like after I watched this and I was going to bed, I was like, I gotta look this up. Like, I was like, he he, he means something to this movie, right? Because mm-hmm. like part of me when I was over, I was like, huh, he only had that like one section. Yeah. Other than that, he wasn't. So, um, yeah, I guess we'll just talk about him. But, yeah, No Face, I feel like he's the most iconic of this movie. Oh, yeah. I've seen a person with a full tattoo on their mm-hmm. thigh of this man. Yeah. No uh, Face. I think when people go into this movie, they think this character is going to be absolutely terrifying. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why many people haven't seen the movie. Yeah. Which, he does, yeah, he does have a... Um, uh, it's a scary look. Yeah, yeah. But as the movie goes on, by the end, you want to hug it. <laughs> yeah, you kind of you feel a little bad for him. Yeah. But yeah, he, and he doesn't like... Yeah, he doesn't talk much initially, I guess. Yeah, no, he's just... Eh, eh. Yeah. So, yeah. He, he was the... Going into this movie, I was like most looking forward to seeing him. Because then you see him on the bridge, you're like, oh, there's that... There's, there's the dude. There's the famous dude, yeah. Just kind of keep staring and looking and... Yeah. But, um... What I found in some of my, I guess, research mm-hmm. of his character is that he symbolizes um, a child mm-hmm. and how they're very impressionable, and um, they kind of imitate what everyone else is doing, um, and they they look to please you and get your favor. So when Chihiro opens the door for him, he wants to, like... Um, get her favor. Yeah. That's why he's always asking for her. Um, and he's this person, I remember he saw the Great River Spirit give gold. Yep. And then, mm-hmm. ever since then, he's like, everybody likes gold. I'm yep. gonna give gold. Exactly. So he sees these things and um, he's very impressionable, which is why when bad influences with all the adults around him, all these greedy people who all just want to eat and, you know, take baths and all this other stuff mm-hmm. he starts imitating them and that's why he keeps getting larger and larger and like more you know greedy and hungry and he's still like where's Jahiro? yeah like nothing's nothing satisfies yeah him. but he's like I want her and then she comes and she's like no I don't want any of that like, I don't want your gold and he's just like what <laughs> it's like but this is all I have to give exactly so like a, it's like a kid who's always uses but like yeah she's she's not um, greedy or anything like that. Like we saw at the beginning, she doesn't like with her parents when they were like um, stuff in their face, stuff in their face. Um, she she didn't give into that or the you know greed of gold or anything. So yeah, she's like, "What you have, you can't give me." Yeah, mm-hmm. she's like, "I need to go somewhere else." Yeah, and he's just like, he literally starts like going into himself like a little child, like. Uh. Start going like, but I'm so lonely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought that was very interesting. And then 
she helps them by giving that little river spirit thing. The um, medicine. And he's like, what have you given me? Yeah. And then it expels all the bad. So then he's back to his, like, follows her around and just, you know, very impressionable. Like, she, he follows her on the train and she just tells him, sit here and, you know, behave. And just does it. And he just... In a weird way, um, I think what she kind of did... Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, in the actual movie, she gives the medicine, he throws up, mm-hmm. and becomes his, I guess, quote-unquote, normal self. Normal self. But I think the way it was is this no-face monster mm-hmm. going to please everybody and was doing everything people wanted. Mm-hmm. And then Chihiro basically said, no, it's okay. You can be who you are. Yeah. That's how I met you. Mm-hmm. Be who you are. And, of course, the medicine makes him throw up. He becomes his normal skinny self again. And ever since then, that monster is literally who he was at the beginning. Mm-hmm. He doesn't try to meet anybody. He just... He's his little shy self just going, hey, hey. Yeah, yeah. And until the very end, you know, he's just like, yeah, yeah. And then he's not lonely anymore just because he was being himself. Yeah. Well, then he... And then we even see at the end when he's with, um... Saniba. Yeah. Who is Yababa's twin sister. But Sanaba's good. Sanaba's good. They but, tell us she's bad, but she's a freaking angel. Yeah. She even tells Shahira to call her granny, so... Yeah, come on. Yeah, it's pretty good. I, 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 I love that. But yeah, but then she's just like, I'm gonna take care of No-Face. Yeah. Because I see what he's good at. Yeah. And all this and that, so... It's like, oh, you're a great help, and stuff like that. And like, by No-Face being himself around Saniba, Saniba's like, I want you to stay around. Yeah. I want to take care of you. Because, in a way, you're also going to take care of me. And it becomes kind of like this mm-hmm. unspoken partnership. Yeah. But, yeah. I do. I thought this um, this movie has a lot of good messages. Especially for, like, kids and stuff. Yeah. I guess, like, watching it, you see, like, the parents eating out and they turn into pigs. Yeah. And that's the whole plot of the movie is that she's trying to, you know, get her parents back. Yeah. So, and then we see with the golden stuff that, like, that's, you know... Money's not everything. Money's not everything. So, well, uh, Kimonji kept saying, power of love. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. about love. It's, ab- it's about working hard. Mm-hmm. You know, loving who you love. Yeah. Family. Doing the right thing. Even if it's super hard to do. Yeah. Because she's like, I'm going to travel this freaking spiritual land to do the right thing, which was to deliver the seal back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it's all about working hard, doing the right thing. Yeah, because she, like... Because her whole mission was to save her parents, but then it changes to helping Haku. Yeah. Who is her friend, so... I thought that was that was important, too. That even though, like, you have this ultimate goal, the people you help along the way is also part of that journey. And Haku is a perfect representation of what would happen if you were greedy. Because mm-hmm. Haku, the reason he... Haku basically is dying the entire film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the reason is because he's greedy, he wanted to learn magic, he wanted to become powerful. Um, so he lost everything, his identity. Um, he started doing bad things because he became a thief. Mm-hmm. And all these things just because he wanted power and he wanted to be awesome. and Yeah. And it almost cost him his life. Mm-hmm. Well, Shihiro, even though she was completely out of comfort zone well she was doing the right thing she was surviving even thriving yeah 
And I guess we all, that the um, Haku represents what she could have been mm-hmm. if she didn't stay true. Yeah, like that. Eventually, she would be controlled by Yababa. Yeah. Um, and I love how Haku is the one that tells Chihiro that mm-hmm. he's like, "It's too late for me." Mm-hmm. And that's the whole like the how name your name carries meaning. Yeah, I think your name your identity. They. It wasn't like literally your name's your identity, but you know, like mm-hmm. literally, this your name is who you are mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah. So you're Chihiro. Mm-hmm. That was Haku basically saying, "You're not the slave that wants to friggin' stay here forever and get mm-hmm. money and get the gold." No, you're Chihiro. Like you're you here for your purpose. parents. Yeah. There's a purpose here. So. Yeah. And Haku was like, "It's too late for me." Like I don't know my name. Yeah, yeah, it's it's done for me. I don't know who I am. And then when he finds his name, it was whole, this whole redemption of mm-hmm. you don't have to be the thief. You don't have to be the bad guy following greed. You can mm-hmm. be who you were before because even though you do bad things, you can still be redeemed. You yeah. can be forgiven. Even Saniba, he's like, you had a bad influence on your life, which many people in real life do. And Saniba's like, I don't... Uh, I don't find you guilty of what you've done. Mm-hmm. I forgive you. Yeah. Um, this movie is amazing, man. That was a good movie. Like all the characters just have. There's always a there's a meaning to them and a purpose that they serve. Yeah, and it's like one of those movies that you watch and it's awesome. Mm-hmm. You don't even think about it, and then after the movie, you start thinking about it more, and you're like, oh, this represents this, this yeah. represents that, and it was like effortless. Mm-hmm. The I guess the funniest characters, I don't know if they really have much meaning, um, were all of Yababa's, like, the, from her s- giant baby son to, like, the three-headed things. That, or, I, I love the hamster and the, yeah, and the they, little bird. Yeah, when they had gotten turned into their miniature yeah. cells. Those, yeah. are, those, those are my favorite characters. They, lo- they looked iconic. Yeah. Know? Especially, it's, like, as uh, Ba the baby as the chubby rat oh yeah mouse thing it's awesome i love when um uh chihiro steps on that evil thing that controlled haku mm-hmm. and it's like the spider stairs ah and mm-hmm. then uh she grabs the seal and kimanji's like i gotta split it and be broken and he does like karate chopping between her fingers mm-hmm. and boom spills broken and then they start talking and then the little hamster bow just goes into right next to the little where it happened like mm-hmm. the crime scene of splattering that thing he steps on it he puts his fingers together and looks around for like one of those black coal mm-hmm. mining thingies to just like do the same do the same thing. splits it and then they'll go Woo, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah, that is so but yeah funny that, that this is another it's like, it goes back to the whole like he's he's a baby and he's just imitating what he, he's yeah seeing, so. yeah it's like it's not done. We're I still know. gonna teach you those ways. I I was glad that the Bo became like a favorite character. When you first see him, he's just a crying baby, and then he basically tries to hold. He tries to rip off her arm. Hero hostage. <laughs> yeah. Um, because he wants to play, and she's like, he no, just I wants gotta... attention. He's like, this is what I want now. Yeah. But then, uh, Zaniba turning her into that mouse, you know, yeah, made him realize that, um. Yeah, because he was just trapped in that room, and now he's going to see the world. It's like, even on the... sphere world, I guess, but... When they go into the train, Mm -hmm. um, so we said no face represents a child, Mm -hmm. but Chihiro, at that point, she's 
again, train scenes where you realize she's like grown up. Mm-hmm. And he's like, sit here, behave. And No Face sits next to Chihiro mm-hmm. and he stands still. Behind her, both Bo and the little bird, mm-hmm. they're literally jumping mm-hmm. all the time. They're like, whoa, wow, wow, we're yeah. moving. Yeah, looking outside and yeah. all that. So it was like that theme of child mm-hmm. to adult just keeps happening even when one ends the other one starts yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and cause yeah just watching this movie especially yeah like you said the train scene I guess when I watched I was like I thought I'm like yeah she's you know gonna be a lot different when she gets back yeah to her home so uh, it was a great movie good movie the actual moment that I think changed her was when she was about to start running on those pipes to save Haku Mm. And she, like, tied everything together, and she was like, I'm about to run through this freaking pipe. Mm-hmm. I think that's the moment where she, like, grew. Mm-hmm. But the moment where you realize and take it all in is the train. Mm-hmm. That's when it actually, you feel like, freaking did it. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Um, I also feel like Lynn represents what Chihiro could have become mm-hmm. if she had forgotten her name. Mm-hmm. Just another worker in the bathhouse. Mm-hmm with forgetting kind of like just lost her identity but like also like she she has knowing that there's something there was something out there yeah like she still has like like Lynn was like oh one day I'll get out of here you know that but it doesn't been, seem like she's gonna follow it exactly that mm-hmm. would've been to her like oh I'm, I'm gonna save my parents one day you know mm-hmm. it's like they're there you know they're probably not fat enough you know I'll save that, that could've been her yeah so all like all the characters around Chihiro or Sen cause she also that fourth part of the movie just show what could have happened if she didn't stay true to herself well I gotta say even though he didn't have that much screen time Kimanji he was so awesome in the boiler room how he uh he he became sort of like a mentor to Chihiro mm-hmm. cause the one of the first things it's not the first thing but one of the first things that they interact is when Chihiro picks up the cold and she's like what do I do with this and Kimanji's like finish what you start yeah and that's like the first job or task that Chihiro actually does and completes on her own that throwing that coal became her throwing her childhood away and gaining independence which is why I think when she picked it up it was so heavy for her mm-hmm. and she was like oh my god mm-hmm. this is like my being being a freaking child and always being carried mm-hmm. and then when she tossed it she's like Whew, it's gone yeah. yeah boom 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 and I mean the visuals of this film still hold up yeah I guess the, the biggest one to me was when Haku transforms Oh, when they when they tell him his name finally, his name, yeah, it's like Haku. I remember your name is. Uh, it's, a, it's the Kohaku River. Kohaku River. Your name is Kohaku, and then the little cling yeah. clinks up, and all the scales just is like Lord Voldemort times three thousand. <laughs> and then he starts flying, and then you see the tail vanish. Yep. Ah, oh, that was beautiful. Yeah. For me, it was when I was watching it. I was like it was great to see it, but then a part of me was just like. Are they just gonna fall? 
right? What's gonna happen? You're like, uh, <laughs> did he still fly? Is like, this is still this a still problem? A, <laughs> is still a dragon? Or is this the best time to do that? Or <laughs> yeah. Can we wait until we until we land? It's like you land. It's like, hey, Haku, when we land, I have something to tell you. Okay, yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Uh, remember that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no. But no, they yeah. It was it was a great scene to see visually in the sky. It's yeah. And free, then the music free starts. Falling. They're free falling because he was free. Yeah. And then the music starts playing again. And then Chihiro starts crying out of happiness. Mm. Literally, she, she literally says, uh, I'm so happy, I'm crying. <laughs> um, yeah. Talking about scenes, one movie. This last time I saw it, it's. We talk here in this pocket about Star Wars all the time. Mm. So The Last Jedi, the yeah. throne room scene, uh, Snoke tells Rey, Come here. And Ray doesn't move, and then he says, "Come here," and then he uses the force mm-hmm. and brings Ray over. Yeah, this happened in this movie years ago. Chihiro opens the elevator door to uh, Jibaba, mm-hmm. and Jibaba's like, "Come here," mm-hmm. and she doesn't want to. Jibaba's like, "Come here," and he's just just pulls her own through. power of the force and brings her all the way over. I'm like, they the Star Wars just take that, take that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like I think they did. Was this movie in some way related to Disney? Because I thought I saw something in the beginning, where it was like, um, in like the kind of begin credits. So Disney, back in the day, um, when this movie kind of like first came out, or mm-hmm. a little bit after, um, the they bought the rights to um translate it. Mm-hmm. And release it into theaters, gotcha. and distribute the movie in America, because mm-hmm. at the time it was just Japanese. Yeah. And uh, what's uh, at that time Disney's uh, CEO, um, uh, Michael, Michael, yeah, you, you know, Michael Eisner. Yeah, Michael Eisner, yeah. genius, by the way, yeah, yeah, genius. Yeah. As we as we just mentioned in this podcast. American movies are used to having a soundtrack behind a movie all the freaking time. Mm-hmm. He wanted to make a soundtrack for this movie. For this movie? And the deal that uh, Studio Ghibli said, you can have it, but you cannot alter any of the sound mixing, any score. Mm-hmm. All you, you can do is dub it. And that's how they got it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Michael Lasner scored that one. And in case you need to know how great this movie is, every time Pixar is about to do a movie, it's a Pixar tradition to sit down and watch a studio Ghibli film before starting production on a new movie. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And and if you've seen some movies like um, Toy Story 3, I think it is, you can see uh, My Neighbor Totoro, the character. I've never seen that movie, but I know the character is this big, huge fella. Mm. And he's a toy. Oh, the big like yeah. kind of rabbit thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he's in that movie as a toy. Mm. Um, but he's another one of these type of. Movies. Yeah, I think that was one of the first one, if not the first movie that Studio Ghibli made. Okay. Yeah, because I think he, yeah, he's definitely really iconic, and then yeah, no face and all that. I mean, he became the logo of the studio. True. Um, That's a good logo. Yeah. It's like their Mickey Mouse. It, it, that is their Mickey Mouse, yeah. yeah. Uh, in case you need to find a place to watch these movies, go to uh, HBO Max. It is there. <laughs> it is there. I originally got on Netflix, so I thought you had said Netflix. Because I'm like, Netflix would have it. 
I think Netflix anime. had it. At, no, they don't have it right now. But no, no, Netflix had another Studio Ghibli film, but it wasn't that one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Good movie. It's a pretty great movie, if I do say so myself. Definitely recommend it. Why would you rate this movie? It's 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 a good rating. Like it it held my attention. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I came into it thinking like, ah, oh, this is not my style. You know, not my thing. But you know, I'd give it like eight eight and a half, maybe mm-hmm. nine. Nice. Like that range. Yeah. Nice. Like it's for yeah. It surprised me. You know what I mean? So it was a really good surprise. For- <laughs> yeah. Like I don't know how much I'll rewatch it. I guess, but for like the first time watching, it was a great first time experience. Nice. So, there you go. That's from a first timer in anime, basically. Um, I think I rated this movie on my TikTok long ago, and I said 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Just because this movie for me is like a holy grail of animated movies. Yeah. And, like, it, again, it inspires symbolism and world building and good animation and good character. And So, for me, it's a 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Would you. Now that you've seen this one, does yeah. this movie encourage you to watch an, to watch another Studio Ghibli film? Maybe are you more open to it? Probably. Maybe the one you were talking about, Princess Mononoke. Yeah, that's a fantastic. That's fun fact. That's Leonardo DiCaprio's favorite animated movie. Yeah, I do like Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. So. But uh, yeah, I'd probably do another one. And I think he dubbed the English version. That's pretty cool. So. But yeah, just because I'm like, this is a good movie. Um. And yeah, I can't imagine me watching them all, I guess, but like, I don't know. I mean, I'm a fan of those two movies, huge, especially yeah. Princess Mononoke. Okay. But I. I may have I seen parts seen. of that one, too. I feel like Cartoon Network had these movies on a couple times. I I used to I used to have to watch them all the time for some reason. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. It was like different classes. Yeah. As I was growing up. Uh, I don't know why. I mean, they're they, pretty inspirational. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I suppose. They shape me, I suppose. Uh, oh, this one, Princess Mona. Mononoke. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. that's for sure the one. Um, this is the one you're talking about with the big guy. Yeah, Totoro. So that's their first one? Yeah. So, I guess if you want to watch something, char- I remember when character this, development, this you should watch. came out. Yeah, that one was not that long ago. Yeah. If you want to watch something like character development and basically what we all just talk about, Spirit Away. If you want to watch something action-y, mm-hmm. like way a lot of action, and it's kind of like badass, watch Princess Mononoke. I mean, just the poster looks pretty, pretty intense. Well, so just to help you guys up, the main character, which is not the princess, it's a guy. Mm-hmm. I forget his name. I think it's like Ryu or something. Uh, he's, his, he's, he's has a bow and arrow, basically. Mm-hmm. And rides like an antelope, okay. which is pretty cool, right? Yeah. But then, uh, like an old god or something of the forest takes over his arm and it gives him like super strength. So now every time he freaking shoots, mm-hmm. he like takes off arms of his uh, enemies and stuff. Jeez. Yeah. So pretty cool. So if you want action, yeah. badass action, go with Princess Mononoke. Yeah. My I guess my one thing when I guess when they first got in the spear realm was just on like. Who thought of this? This is just the weirdest thing. Like, just toad people and turnip spirits. and It's a pretty trippy movie when you think about it. Oh, yeah. My thing is, 
to frogs. Like, who thought, oh, spirit world, frogs. I need frogs. Yeah. Toad people. And... It, you know, all these different spirits. That that, that one spirit that was uh, all white and chunky. I think that was a turnip spirit, yeah. Yeah. I think like... they, they mentioned him. But, yeah. And the, and the stank spirit. Just, just, yeah. Which is a river spirit, which is pretty cool to see. That when they pulled all the junk out of... Basically saying, like, they cleaned the river and then it was... Yeah. Pure again. Again. It's a movie's full of meanings that you honestly don't even think about. Yeah. You just want... Yeah. You gotta go into with an open mind instead of just like, well, this is weird. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, it's not gonna be the anime that people talk about all the time on TikTok, which is, like, weird series with, like, mm-hmm. freaking people yelling all the time, yeah, you're wrong, yeah. yeah. It's, it's not like that. Yeah, I guess I think anime more is like the action. Yeah. Like just characters beating the crap out of each other with super powerful moves. And and it's like, oh, I can't believe he does that move. Yeah. How is that possible? Exactly. I think that's what people think. I think people that grew up with like Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon, that's all they think about. Yeah. I did like watching Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon, though. Yeah. But all the other ones, I was like, nah, I'm just sticking with these two. Yeah, but I think that's what anime people think. Mm-hmm. Like, they're those shows by like times 100 and everything's yeah. like more dramatic sure I think that's what people think anime is yeah be open minded always be open minded yeah you got anything else to add about this uh, this movie I think I'm good yeah go check it out again in HBO Max follow our Twitter cause we are bombing that Twitter with a bunch of posts on sports and entertaining and retweeting stuff so go follow our Twitter we also have some merch Beautiful hoodies, jackets, t-shirts, stickers, link down below. Mm-hmm. And again, we do sports every Saturday. And next week, just to get you guys hyped up, we're going to do Back to the Future. We're going to talk about the Back to the Future trilogy. And we're going to have a special guest as well. Um, yeah. So special stay around. For, yeah, special to us. Very special Very to special. us. Yeah. So stay around for that. That's going to be next Wednesday. And this is Sebastian signing off. This is Michael signing off.